one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to NPC, which stands for Not Politically Correct. And you only hear us on 1280 AM and 105.3 FM. Thank you for listening in this morning. Andrew. Good what morning, Lee. How are you, man? Yeah. Hey, traffic the last couple of days. What's, go, what's going on? Are you talking on? about Troy traffic? No, I'm talking about Highway 61 between Troy and this. Well, I'm going to be what's honest. What's going on? Is this holiday, you know, is this uh, Friday the 13th combined with the full moon? It kind of feels that way. I was on 61 today. It was backed up. I tried driving around in Troy today. It was ridiculous, like a Friday afternoon during the fair. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I did I did notice something today, Lee. Okay. So I made the mistake of going to Hardee's. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to call it what it is. <laughs> and then I made the mistake of going to Taco Bell. And I went to both of those places and walked out after I waited for over 10 minutes for somebody to come up to the counter. I know, it's getting sad, isn't Have it? Have you noticed that customer service in restaurants has gone to absolute crap over the last few, maybe 10 years? Well, I don't know. McDonald's isn't so bad if you got a credit card. You know, that little machine doesn't give you any static. You know what? I don't. I don't use that. Unless <laughs> I, don't I get a discount, I don't use it. It's yeah, just like self checkouts at uh, grocery stores and Walmart. If you don't give me a discount, I don't use it. Why would I? That's yeah. stupid. Yeah. Hey, I noticed we got a guest. In we do have a guest now. You found this guest. So yeah. Tell me about this guest. Well, there for a lot of people who don't know it, and with our listeners, they're going to get the joke here in a minute. Uh, liberals don't get jokes. No, no. The, the, and the and there's a comedy club, so we we pander to a bunch of conservatives. This uh, ought to be great. That, that makes sense. You know, and we have noticed that. Uh, the left really doesn't enjoy jokes. Now, please, introduce yourself, and let's get to talking, man. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Michael Tobin. Uh, I, uh, Here. This is, today, this is I'm open backdoor comedy and events in O'Fallon, Missouri. Yeah, where's, where's that at now, Fallon, man? If you're familiar with O'Fallon, uh, I rented the half of the building at Tap House. Uh, for, ah. for you oldies, it was, what was that? It's uh, a, it, it originally opened up uh, when I was uh, 20. It was Stan and Ollie's Steakhouse. 60 years ago or something. Yeah, uh, something it wasn't like quite that. that, but that was 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah, so but, uh, uh, a lot, sure of, people, a lot of people know it as Knowles. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's exciting. Yeah, you can see that from the outer road. Right, yeah. Or, so or now actually, you can see 70. it from the 70. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's, yeah, it's right there. It's got the little sign yeah. that says Knowles. And, yeah. yeah, I know exactly where you're talking about. Yeah. So give us a rundown of what you do, man. Tell us about well, it. Well, he doesn't Tell know it. yet. He's going to let us know after tonight. He's oh, going to know. Oh, yeah, tonight's my opening uh, uh, open mic night. Yeah. And so, uh, but, yeah, we're going to have uh, actually the, the, the comics are going to start coming in on uh, October 25th is my first show and then from there every friday and saturday night we're going to have two shows one at seven one at nine fifteen you know and all the information is on the website well that sounds very fun and give us that website so people that find website it. is backdoorcomedyevents.com backdoorcomedyevents.com if you want to go find out what is going on at the comedy club well follow them on facebook too oh Absolutely. that's that's always a good way and what's what's your name on facebook or to find well, the if, if you it's find back, it, just it's backdoor. Back backdoor is two words, comedy and the and symbol events, and it, it will pop up. Yeah, please like that. I uh, need lots of likes. Well, you <laughs> know, and we found over the years with our show and with other stuff, Facebook is the way to go with most varieties of the marketing now. You know, you hit Facebook, people like your page, you can put things on there, and instantly people's phones go ding, 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 and everybody sees it within just a matter of minutes of, Hey, tonight, you know, you just had somebody book and said, hey, I could do a show tonight. Well, in the old days, you couldn't just book a guy two days before a show that's going to come out and do it. 
nowadays, you can get it out there on Facebook and really rock it. And I think that's going to be awesome for you, man. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right about that. Well, I was looking down the list of people you got coming in. You've got some pretty good entertainers. I mean, your opening yeah. night is actually a pretty good entertainer. I've heard him yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the 25th, we got Mike Brody coming in. Um, all my acts are national acts. They're, they they got the street credits. So it's not, you know, I'm not pulling from, you know, Joe Schmo down the street. Uh, we have those going, coming on yeah. Thursday nights. You have a great location for one reason. You're catching guys who are in transit from Chicago to Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, for, for that, and you're catching guys coming up from Memphis and going to St. Louis. Well, you got you know, guys coming. One of the great things about St. Louis is, uh, you know, we're a hub for uh, everything. You know, you can, and you're right, from Nashville up, and it's a short drive from there, or Chicago or Kansas City. You know, St. Louis right is definitely a hub for anything, anything you want. Homicides, fentanyl, STDs. Heroin, uh, yeah, STD. you know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we do yeah. not give away yeah. STDs at uh, Backdoor Comedy. I just, I want to make sure that's clear. <laughs> uh, man, yeah, I'm sorry. I yeah. saw you open that up and I went, oh, really? Yeah, All right, yeah, yeah we'll go down a rabbit yeah, hole we'll, here real fast. We'll jump down. Yeah. It's fine. You'll feel like Alice here in a minute. Yeah, you, you know. <laughs> You know, now you can see, you know, we can almost walk in and be on open mic night, the two of us, nobody across would like from us. each other. I'm telling you, nobody would like us, man. No, once they saw us, they wouldn't. Well, no. I mean, if, <laughs> you know, if we were the man behind the mask, maybe, but uh, we, uh, no. Yeah. No, they're going to go. Sanctuary. They're like, great. There's an old dude and a fat guy. <laughs> oh, this is going to be awesome. Uh. <laughs> I, I couldn't hold it back, Lee. That's all right. So one of the things that Lee and I were talking about this week is the death of comedy in America. That is so true. It, it, it's amazing. Uh, you know, if you just look 20 years ago, there the number of comedy clubs that are out there were staggering. And now there's uh, literally across the country, there is around 500. Nationwide. Nationwide. Wow. wow. There used to be, you know, we're talking like 10,000. Well, no, at one time, St. Louis had, what, three? Well, yeah, well, we still have three, the but they're not still, really running very well. You know, you got no. the Funny Bone that's been there the longest. Right, yeah, you the know. Funny Bone, there's Helium, and now we have Backdoor. Mine's going to be a little different just because, hey, Funny Bone doesn't even serve food. Seriously? We're going to have food and alcohol. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know, a little alcohol does loosen up the crowd. Well, that's yes. true, it does. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and our act would need all the help it could get. Yeah, we may as well just go ahead and bring, like, a tanker of Jack Daniels with us. Man. <laughs> but it's funny that you bring up a talking about uh, the politically correct. And there's uh, Bill Barr. I don't know if you're familiar with that comedian, but he actually went over to England to shoot his Netflix uh, um, show just because of the political incorrectness of, you know, offending people. Right. Uh, and, and We, that's, do, we that's do that every week on this show. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> it's true. We do. And, <laughs> and but, it's a gift. Yeah, but it is interesting as as we've watched the devolving of comedy. You know, you had these highlights in comedy where it was funny. When Because here's the thing. A comedian is a guy sitting there doing random satire on everyone. And the best comedians, they pick on everybody. And that's fine because I'm there because it's funny. You, that is I don't need it to be a truthful stuff. I need it to be funny. That's yeah. why I'm there. I'm going to sit there with Lee. We're going to have some chicken. We're going to have some drinks. And we're going to laugh because that's why we're there. Yeah. If we wanted something serious, we would sit in our car and cry and listen to NPR. Obviously, we don't want to do that. 
This so, is not so, NPR. You know, we've seen this. We've seen this devolving of comedy over the years. But what we've also seen is that any variety of fun poking that is made, and let's call it what it is, it, 90% of it is in fun. We'll give it what it is. But you're no longer allowed to poke fun at any left-protected or thing. But every Don't we comedian, know that on here? <laughs> every comedian can hop on and drop anything they want to against any right-leaning thing, and no one says a word. Now, I'm not offended when you make hilarious jokes about conservatives. I think most of them are funny. I'm like, I know that guy. Well, that's fine. But by the same flip, that, that standard doesn't apply to both sides anymore. And people are scared to make jokes. It was, you know, everybody has jumped on the bag wagon. Obviously, Saturday Night Live, let's just go with something that used to be funny that is no longer funny. Okay, right. it was funny back in the Chris Farley days. Absolutely, that was hilarious. It isn't funny even remotely. Basically, it's a little bit of music. Let's make fun of the Republicans or any conservative that there is, and let's move on. But what was entertaining is during the reign of the self-proclaimed God King Obama, there wasn't really any fun poked his direction, which yeah. I thought the goal of those type of things was you pretty much just poked fun at whoever it was, and it was fine because it was what it was. Yeah. Okay. But let's take this another step forward. Oh, boy. You couldn't make Blazing Saddles today. Uh, absolutely. Even if oh, you made yeah. it, even oh, if you called of, it, even if you made it X-rated. <laughs> you could not do it even no, X-rated. You were, you were so so correct in, the, in that. And that's, and that's one of the biggest shame things. It's like, and, and we're talking about comedy putting in... in the way it, it is now is everybody's kind of it's down it's underground yeah. now yeah. it's back to being underground don rickles could yeah. not perform today oh no no, no. Oh my god the way don, yeah <laughs> don rickles his best friend he'll tell you know you're an idiot you yeah. know get out of my face <laughs> uh, i mean go down the list of them but yet you watch the, the late night shows nobody still holds a candle to johnny carson absolutely his show was always clean he had a as about as politically correct show as you could have today, he would almost be able to go today and be politically correct. Other than he still poked fun at both sides. That's the only thing he'd be doing wrong. Right. And that's, you know, that's where, and it was still entertaining. People need to just ease up, you know, that's a, you know, and that, that, that the problem is, is there's that whole side that is not, yeah. it's, it's really kind of sad, but that's in, until someone really makes a stand. And uh, puts himself out there, uh, but then you know, then they get crucified yeah. and they're thrown in, you know, yeah. into. Now we don't talk religion on this show. Uh, <laughs> do you see my straight face? Yeah, uh, I, this is one of the few times where I didn't even find that joke funny. Really yeah, yeah. He caught it. Oh, I caught it. I caught it, and hey, then but, I went, "Ew, that's yeah, sticky." sticky. But, where can a, <laughs> but where can a guy go and unwind to get away from all this? Political correctness stuff now where, where, locally. Locally, they yeah. can come where, to the back door, right? Hey, see, there we go. Look at the segue. Come to the back door. Look at the segue there. That was that was really good, man. Yeah, yeah. How'd you do that? That was amazing. <laughs> huh. uh, seven years of radio, maybe. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, that can that can do it for you. And if people want to find it, this is in the location where the old Knowles used to be. 
That is in O'Fallon. You can find them at, give me that address again oh. on Facebook. That Facebook address is Backdoor Comedy and Events. Backdoor is two words. And yeah. go find that. See what's Please going do. on. See what hey. they're going to be doing. See what's coming up. And for those of you that have to have a GPS get around in O'Fallon, it's 9015 Veterans Parkway. Wow. Veterans Memorial Parkway. Yeah, you yeah, get you veterans. That, the GPS you know, that outer road. road. It's it's, it's yeah. just west, just west of Highway K. Yeah, yeah. on veterans. You really down there by the rental center. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, if you find KFC, drive down that road. How's that? And see, <laughs> I just found the way people will yeah. be able to find it. You know where KFC is? Drive past it. You'll talking find about it. talking about uh, restaurants. KFC is one of the worst. You, know, you uh, go in yeah. there and they don't even have. Well, we don't have any chicken. Well, this is a chicken place, right? No, but yeah. Well, you know, and uh, we don't want to make any more. It's getting late at night. How do you not have chicken? I, I, I mean, I don't know why. It's I don't know how many times well, I've been there. I just stopped going. Okay, what about su- uh, you know we got a subway up in Troy. Okay, well that's notorious for not even having uh, French bread or Italian yes. the white bread. Yes. I mean, come on. Okay. Now, all right, we're we're gonna get to talk about some restaurants. Let's talk about it. Subway is a wretched and terrible place to eat. All right, there's no question about it. All of their meat, if you've never read it, is all made from turkey. Turkey meat, yeah. If I want, if I have salami or pastrami, I don't want to know what it's made out of. You need to be able to go, yeah, animals. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Something. All right, we can't, we can't hit those, those kind of things. The service is terrible in most modern restaurants that we find. And we find people are lazy as hell. And simply, oh, it's 8 o'clock. We don't, I mean, we close right, at yeah. 10, but... I mean, we we don't really want to fry any more chicken, or we don't want to make any more bread, or what? Hey, I'll take it even farther than that. I'll go down the hole here. Kroger in Troy. Yeah. For just on the sixth trip, six different days, I went in, couldn't get fried chicken. One said, "Well, we're a deli. We don't fry chicken." I said, "The fried chicken comes from the deli." Well, you know, if we're busy, we don't worry about the chicken. How do you run out of fried chicken? At supper time in a grocery store, uh, and that's that's a, and then if you went up to the counter huh. to the customer counter and told them that, they're like, "Oh, that's oh, yeah, we don't have no control yeah. over that." Yeah, exactly. So, but I bet that's one thing you won't do is run out of liquor or hot wings at the oh back my door. Gosh. We got great hot wings. Oh, I bet. Hey, I bet I can. Great. I bet I can get you another flavor for your hot wings. I bet, I he bet can, you can too. So we're going to talk some more about hot wings and the back door. We will be back right after these. This is not politically correct on twelve eighty KYRO and one hundred five point three FM. And welcome back. This is not politically correct radio on twelve eighty AM KYRO one hundred five point three FM. We are back. I am Andrew Dodd, Lee Thompson, and Mike Michael Tobin. Tobin. There we go, Michael. Got a new club rocking. We do, we do. I'm so excited. It's going to be, uh, you know, something different. And this is one of the things that uh, when I started pitching this to some of my friends, they were, uh, you know, St. Charles has not had a comedy club in. Over ten years now. Has it been last, a, yeah, that yeah, long comedy, since Hal left? Yes, Comedy Forum closed uh, exactly ten years ago in August, and uh, we actually had a reunion, um, and I started pitching it and then pitching it to other people, and the whole thing came about is we need something like this. Uh, for one, it's something new and different. You know, it's entertainment. Um, you know, everybody likes to go see uh, a band at a bar, but you know that gets old after a while. You need something, and so. You know, my whole thing is is uh, St. Charles, Lincoln, and Warren Counties. You know, I was raised here in St. Charles County, and I love it. And uh, I wanna I wanna give back and 
and make a difference. Well, you know, I'm glad to see it open up because I don't like the whole bar scene. The especially out in Lynn County, they still smoke in them. Uh, yeah, Th- some of us are very thankful for that, Lee, a communist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you're kind of splitting hey, the thing. Now, hey, here now, you go. No, no, no. no here you go. Here, you don't like the smell of smoke? Don't come to my bar. Guess what? I don't. Good. I, I actually have got a couple I go to that are non-smoking bars. And I'm very content. He's because the only of my, guy in there. It's because of my allergies that I don't go. It's just him and about 15 millennials all sitting around wearing Birkenstocks. No, believe, <laughs> no, believe it or not, uh, most of the guys in the bar, two bars I go to are older than me. Now, figure that one out. How are they alive? Uh, well, you, you know, it looks like a biker's bar with all those little moped oh, carts out front. But, you know. Very good. Oh, very good. So before, we know that you have got to get out of here and you've got to go open a place. We do. we got to well, we we get, get that. that thing open so tonight. So tell us a little bit about the menu because people care about the menu. Tell us about the menu. Andrew cares about the menu. Andrew ca- well, I'm a fat guy too, so, uh, <laughs> all right, so I'm, I'm all about the food. For one, it, it, we're connected with the tap house, so we're just down the hallway. They're going to supply the food and the, uh, the booze. Um, but their food is outrageously good. Um, so what the plan is, you can have dinner and then come and see the show. Uh, back in the in the club, we're just going to have like a appetizers. We got uh, these amazing pot stickers, breadsticks, uh, shrimp on a stick, uh, it, uh, uh, some fried green beans, and and then oh. these gouda, these mac and cheese gouda balls that are just amazing. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I could go for all of that. And now, when when are you guys? When are you open? Is it tonight? Is tonight the first night? Tonight's the first uh, the first uh, Thursday here, the seventeenth, is the first open mic night. And then starting next week, we'll have open mic night every Thursday. And then Friday, the twenty fifth, sh- starts our shows. And our grand opening uh, is uh, November fifteenth. That's basically sold out. If you want to jump on the bag, wagon. well, that's almost my birthday. Oh, really? Gee, well, yeah. happy birthday. Uh, we're going to have two shows. Uh, be a great both, place to go spend it. Yeah, Friday and Saturday. Um, Mr. Showtime, who is a local uh, a local comedian that's been traveling around. And he grew up here, and his uh, his dad is, is needing a little help, so he moved back to help dad out, which I think is commendable. And um, so he's he's going to be our grand opening. But, yeah, Mike Brody and, and the rest of them, you just go on the uh, the website, backdoorcomedyandevents.com, and – it's easy to buy a ticket. Just click on it and follow the prompts. Yeah. So how much are tickets? Tickets, uh, these uh, comedians are a little upper end, so they're, they are $20 a piece, which is not bad for a good comedy no, that's, show. That's fine. And then, you know what? I'm, one thing that I really liked. Uh, Have you been to the movie theaters lately? Oh what it costs for popcorn no, no in a movie? Yeah. And that's talking about that, the food and the alcohol. A lot of comedy cubs really boost up their thing. We are the same price in the front of the bar as we are at the back of the bar. So you're nice. not gonna you're not gonna be bl- blowing your whole paycheck. Fun. This sounds like a really cool thing you're gonna be doing. That place is uh, your your place is located in the old Knowles building. You can see it right off Highway 70. It's easy to get to. Drive past KFC and you will see it there on the right hand side. Did I do that right? Yeah, you did. Yeah. On the south side hey, for those uh, and for those of us who like to drink, just look for the say top sign. Oh, well, there's always that. I mean, uh, sadly, yeah, that is in our same parking lot. There is, wow. Yes, wow. You know, you got to love the you know, Uber. There you, know. Are, you know, only some of my friends will get that joke, let oh, me tell you. Boy. Call an Uber. It's going to be a yeah. long drive back to Troy, but call an Uber. Absolutely. You'll be fine. 
Well, we will be definitely looking forward to seeing what kind of fun new stuff we have that you're going to be doing. We'll take a look at that Facebook page and share it with some of our listeners. And we will. Uh, we I really appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you very much for no having problem. me on. Thank you so much for coming in. We will see you at the club very soon. Heck yeah. Thank you, guys. Yep. Thank you. So what do you think about this? You know, comedy club, local. Yeah. Kind of nice, something different. Yeah, yeah I'm really you know, glad he came out and had a chat with us. That's, you know, and most of these comedians are not really crude and rude, but you're not going to want to take your minor children there. Or do. I mean, they, most of them probably go to a public school, so what difference does it make? Yeah, they probably, so, know, they probably know more than what the comedians right, are going to say. so it's not like it's, yeah. come on, it's not the 50s anymore. Your kids say terrible stuff, even if you don't think they do. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. So uh, what else do we have going on, Liam? Well, you know, speaking of comedy clubs, oh, what yeah? about Washington, D.C.? Well, it is a comedy club. You know, there's no question about it. Trump pisses Pelosi off right off the rip. Yeah. You know, I enjoyed that. I did, too. I, I really I, enjoyed that almost as much as I enjoyed the Democratic debates. Is that a debate? I thought I thought no, that was really, a commercial. It really was a commercial. I thought it was a commercial. We're going to turn this into a communist nation and take all your stuff. Well, that's basically <laughs> what I heard. But hey, whatever. So what what did you think? We're uh, what's the most comedic thing in D.C. right now? The impeachment. That's it, just that's just the biggest joke I've ever seen. You know they've got nothing, and they're coming after it. You know, and one of the original impeached Trumpers, unfortunately, you know, not to speak ill of the dead, but Elijah Cumming died at age sixty-eight this morning. Oh darn! Or on Thursday morning, another communist died. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <coughs> I have he, no I have no problems whatsoever speaking you know, of the dead, especially if they sucked. He tried to he helped usher in. Now think about this. He helped. LBJ usher in the Civil Rights Act. Yes, he did. And that was probably the biggest thing he really did, because once he got to Washington, he just became a crook like the rest of them. Well, of course, because that's basically what happens when you end up in D.C. But uh, it's, you know, it is a shame he died. I don't know. He had complications to something. And, I mean, they kept him being sick, quiet, because he actually died in hospice. Oh, well, I thought he was already in hospice being in the Senate. <laughs> well, that's close, but, you know. I'm just, you know what. I'm, but he wasn't in the Senate. He was in Congress with Nancy Pelosi. Oh, so so well, that was probably the funny farm more than hospice. Yeah, you know? that's more like. You um, know, you go to the Senate to find the undertakers. I mean, have you ever seen these guys lying up in their yeah. suits? It looks like you're at a funeral convention. It really does. Um, it kind of reminds me. I feel like most of the time it's weekend at Bernie's and everybody's dead. They're all propped up. <laughs> Except Pelosi. Yeah, she's and, been embalmed and stuff, yeah, I think. Yeah, and your girl AOC and those couple terrorist chicks. Yeah. Ugh, dude. It has been listening to these different people go on and on and on with these stupid impeachment hearings. And then, you know the story about the subpoenas, right? Yeah. They're not even subpoenas. They're not subpoenas. They're letters. So all of them are all of the the committees are going on and on saying, well, you have to respond to these subpoenas. And Giuliani is like, this isn't a subpoena. This is a request to appear. And it's a request. And then they're going, well, we're not going to appear for anything because this isn't a lawful impeachment hearing. So we're not coming to it. You want to do it? Make it a lawful hearing. Take it to a vote and then subpoena us. I mean, I don't see a problem with any of that. 
I do have a problem with everything being behind closed doors. Well, and that's a real issue. And you know, keep... other than national security. And the, no, but here's the problem. They use national security the same way that local government board of directors hide behind closed doors and claim it's about personnel. It's a great big old heaping pile of crap. And we all know it's a heaping pile of crap. And they use it to hide from the public eye. Local boards do it. The Senate does it. The House does it. Everybody does it. They use some exception so that they can't, you know, have any outside influence or secrets get out. Well, it's a pile of crap. Yeah. I mean, we pay their salaries, don't we? Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's right. They're supposed to work for us. No, we don't pay their salaries. They take the money they want to be paid from us unwillfully. Therefore, we do not pay their salaries. Yeah, actually, they they are steal, extorting, they're stealing from us. They steal from us and pay their own salaries. Well, you know, they're all overpaid. Well, yeah, because they get paid. The, the whole the whole notion of that job was it was supposed to pay you enough to cover your expenses and everything else to get there. You were supposed to come and work for so many months, go back to your business, make money so you can come back and do it again. Yeah, but you knew it was only a matter of time before that fell apart. Well, you know, that all happened with the 17th Amendment because then they all got in there and they all got the same pay and everything. That's when that happened. When they all got the same pay? Yeah, that's when we quit voting on our senators. When we we quit appointing our senators and started voting on them. Definitely. Gee, you know, I think the founding fathers had something right. It kept corruption out of it. Yeah, it did. And that was the whole thing is that the governor of the state would then appoint senators who reflected the feeling of the state. McCaskill was in for how many years? Uh, Oh, wait, I forgot. Her and Jane Nixon were homies. Yeah. I, I always forget about that. They, you know, they were good friends. Good, best of friends. Yeah, no. No, they were both terrible. The one thing I've learned in living in this state is Missouri politics is ridiculous, man. It could be some of the nastiest stuff I've ever seen. We live in a state where a prosecutor that has nothing to do with or the authority to force a governor to resign. Where some stupid music man that works at some radio station in St. Louis and has a can't hack it band can put it together and try to go after a sitting governor and succeed? What kind of crap is this? The governor should have been able to challenge him to a duel to the death. <laughs> why, why not? Well, why not? If you're going to attempt to destroy my life, I get to face my accuser and fight you in combat. And may God prove who's victorious. Who it'd be, cares? It'd be interesting. I would love to watch Greitens rip that little drummer's head right off. Could you imagine how awesome that would have been to watch? Yeah, that would have been one of the most glorious events that ever took place. We could sell it for pay-per-view. Maybe he could bring his guitar out and try to use it as a weapon while he sounded like a strangled cat. <laughs> be awesome. You realize nobody even knew who the hell he was. Uh, yeah, no, he was a random sucky radio DJ that people knew by his stage name. And, you know, he sat there, he talked about random leftist ideology all the time. His Facebook page is loaded down with Bernie Sanders and support American socialism and all kinds of other crap. Congratulations. And then you had George Soros dropping money in and paying for a major powerful attorney to take the case. Huh. Interesting. But yet Kim Garner is still the prosecutor in St. Louis. Yeah. Did you see who she... Just hired in her office. Yeah, talk about that story. That's fun. You know, Ron Johnson. I remember when he was a trooper. Yep. <laughs> I'm old enough to remember that. But 
brought him in and he's going to do reviews on all cases involving police officers before they can even go to the prosecutor or, or to trial. Huh. You know, maybe it's not an all bad thing. Maybe they'll get a higher conviction rate. The problem is I'm afraid he's going to be very biased and throw out a lot of cases that should be prosecuted just because he's I'm gonna, biased. I'm going to be honest. Here's here's my take on it. It's St. Louis City. I wouldn't prosecute any cases. Who cares? I mean, what's the point? You guys have created a liberal utopia. You spend taxpayers' money ridiculously. Why should anyone be prosecuted for anything? Just let it let it go and let it do what it does. On these notes, this is Not Politically Correct on 1280 AM KYRO, 105.3 FM. We will be back after these. Good afternoon, good morning. <laughs> Who knows what it is? It, is it has been such a day. Oh, dude. And, and this week, last week, you know. But, you know, we ended the last segment. My thing broke. Um, I believe they make commercials about stuff like that. Hey, there. I, I can temporarily get it there. <laughs> <laughs> good job choosing your words carefully. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we were talking about government waste and everything else. We we're talking about the whole thing with Greitens. I know that really chaps your ass. Oh, it really does, because it's ridiculous. Yeah. But it's no different than what they're trying to do with Trump. No, it's the same game. But the latest thing in the paper, or the news, Yep. for those of us, since we're kind of staying local with everything, we started off local and we're still kind of local, the Loop Trolley <laughs> needs $250 million to stay afloat so they think they can get their numbers up when they add their third car no come on those numbers aren't going to change no it's not it, the loop trolley should have just been a horse-drawn carriage yeah the loop trolley is one of the dumbest taxpayer funded things ever now what does make me happy is did you see where if they can't come up with seven hundred thousand, then they have to pay a crap load of money back to the fed who gave them part of a grant for it yeah now that i like that that makes me happy. Well, because of that, somebody will cough up the money to keep them afloat. Maybe. You know, you know, Malincrot, somebody will sponsor it just so they can say, instead of Loop Trolley, the Malincrot Trolley, yes. somebody, will, somebody will put yeah, their name on it. They will. And maybe that's what they should have thought of in the first place, well, maybe selling you, advertising. Absolutely. Mark that thing up. Sell yeah, yeah. It. They could have hired us. We could have gone down there and sold a boatload. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah I, I would have sold the crap out of it. It wouldn't have been real hard for Oh, me. you'd have sold a buttload. I... Ah, very good. <laughs> I definitely would have sold it. No question. So if you're curious and you think uh, you like... Speaking of it. Yeah. yeah, you like Politically Correct, right? You got a business, right? You want to advertise on Not Politically Correct? Well, you can give me a call. 636-358-0992. That will put you in touch with me. You can call or text. You can also call or text Lee at... Well, I recommend you just text me at... Yeah, he does. 314-409. 0336 or hit me up through messenger i'm all over facebook or just send a message out through uh not politically correct radio yeah, we will definitely I guarantee you. you we'll both see that one yeah we will <laughs> um if you are listening to this show now and you want to find out some more information or you want to see what we post every day you can go to not politically correct radio on facebook that is our rocking information page yeah you want to find out what's going on in the world like and follow the page. You'll see our news stories pop up throughout the day. 
You can also then listen to any previous episode that we've done. Now, I started doing something new because, you know, we do this as a podcast. Yes. Well, I started doing something new. I divided it up into two podcasts. So each show is the regular show you're hearing right now on the radio. And then there is the bonus fourth hour, fourth half hour, whatever it happens to, or I'm sorry. 15, 15 yeah. minutes, 30 minutes, We don't hour. know what it's going to be. But because that one tends to be a little more colorful, I separated it so it's its own podcast that you can listen to. That's probably a good idea. I thought so. It might, keep, it might keep manager from complaining. Well, that is definitely what I thought. So you can... <laughs> You can break it down that way, and you can listen to us. We are available on Spotify, Apple, Google, you name it, we are on there. It's not Politically Correct Radio on Spotify if you're looking for us that way. Or just go find the uh, the post that we have on the Not Politically Correct Radio Facebook page, and you can follow that to find out or listen to our previous shows. Again, if you want to do some advertising with us, give one of us a call, send us a message. We do lots of really fun stuff. You hear all these great advertisers on there? You hear them bouncing around, right? You want to be one of them? Send us a message. We can make it happen. Yeah, I uh, I've got to I've got to give a little shout out to one of our our new advertisers for uh, the high school sports league. Okay. Any guesses? I got two this week that are awesome. No idea. I got the Honey Badger Grill, which is pretty much fun at on Oakley Plaza there in Troy, and I also went and I got our friend Chihuahuas. You, good job. Well, you know what. That guy's awesome. There's no question about it. If you haven't had some real awesome Mexican food, then go to Chihuahuas in Troy. It's easy to find. It's at Cherry and Lincoln. Go right there. You can't miss it. The sign is bold, orange, and beautiful. And it's really good stuff. Yeah. it's It's got a good flavor, and they have great drinks. Hey, they have some great margaritas. They uh, Big enough, they had a great one just not too long ago. Everybody was really going there for it was the grape. Margarita, a grape margarita. That's yeah. interesting. Well, you know, I've had them in watermelon, peach, yeah. and all. Why not grape? I can't think of any reason. <laughs> as long as it's got tequila in it, who cares? Well, I mean, that's pretty much the whole reason for a margarita, isn't it? Just so you can not drink the tequila out of the bottle. What's wrong with that? <laughs> it looks weird at a restaurant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. When you order an entire bottle of tequila and drink it by yourself at a table and don't eat any food, it looks weird. Okay. Uh, See, I'll give you that. All right. So let's move back into the political realm. Let's dive down the train. Where do you want to go, Lee? Well, I heard the damnedest thing. Yeah, what'd you hear? I heard Elijah Cumming was signing subpoenas while on his deathbed. Now, if he was in hospice, I don't know how he was doing that. And Say someone else was signing subpoenas. My, my next question would be, would they even be valid after he dies? I don't believe so. Because um, they weren't in session. Right. Congress wasn't in session, no. and he was signing this stuff. No. Would they be valid? I don't believe they are for multiple reasons. Well, I, but, you know, it's just, just some of the, you know, when I hear all this stuff, you know, my mind's always running 80 different directions with it. Right. Huh, that's a really good question. Yeah. I'm going to have to dig a little deeper to find out what the what the story on that is. Well, if they were just letters, it doesn't matter anyhow. Yeah, and from what we're hearing, they're just letters. Man, the left is really, really, really trying hard. Well, I know they wouldn't be valid because you sign a subpoena, then it has to go to a judge to be signed off on. Right. Or be filed. 
So you'd have to be alive when they're filed. Yes. So, yeah, most likely those are all just... They're just letters. Yeah. They're, they're just, letters of fake fear and loathing. Yeah. Which is what most of the Democratic Party is. All right, so do you watch any of the, the debate or the whatever <sighs> that was? I turned it on three different times. Sucked all three times, didn't it? I think the longest I got through it was 15 minutes. Wow, that's impressive. You're doing better than me. For me, that's impressive. Yeah. You know, it, it was pretty brutal for anybody with a brain. Well, I thought it was interesting the way that... They, I can't even hardly call them candidates because they're not. As I s- listen to these people talk. All right, so did you hear Beto's... Your, you know, bravery speech where he talks about how he's going to curb gun violence nationwide and he is going to come and blah, 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 take your guns, blah, blah, well, blah. Well, I would blah. like him personally to come to my house and try. I don't think he would make it down my driveway. But I'd like him personally to knock on the door. Oh, so would I. There is nothing quite as impressive as the power of the SP-10. There you go. Yeah. Just, it's... This idea that the left is beginning to embrace or has embraced this extreme socialist totalitarian nature is what's going to take us into the future in a dark, gross, scary USSR kind of way. I don't think we ever get there. I think this country uprises. I don't. I don't. I think the American people are so pathetic and weak now that they won't do it. Everybody is drugged out of their brains. Yeah, you've got people like you and I. We're going to be rounded up and sent to a FEMA camp or just shot in the streets one way or the other. But the vast majority of people under 40 are so highly medicated on every variety of Lexapro and everything you can imagine. Yeah, speaking of that. They will never rise up because a medicated society is an obedient society. We learned that from a brave new world. Yeah. Did you uh, see my post about ADHD and... I did. I France, did. In you know, France. In France, less than a half a percent of the kids get medication for yeah. uh, behavior issues. Yes. 70% of kids are drugged in this country for behavioral issues. Hmm. What does that tell us the end goal is? To get all the kids sedated. Exactly. And as long as they're sedated, then they'll be sedated teenagers, <laughs> and then they'll be sedated adults. And then, they and then they'll be become f- mass shooters. Or the the final goal, which is really, they just become a free range tax farm, yeah. which is what the true goal actually is. You know, the idea. If we go back to the ancient days, the people worked and were taxed, and the money went to the king. Well, we moved away from that when we gave the uh, famous sign to King George. The colonists rose up. They whooped Britain. Called it a day. Not just once. Well, that's true. Congratulations. We now would be thankful to have King George because King George taxed you less and tried to control the aspects of your daily lives less. At this time in these United States, we are taxed to absolute death. We are told how to behave, what to think, what is socially acceptable, what is not socially acceptable. What things it's okay to do. And anytime you start to think, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm not really into that. You know, it's not my thing. Congratulations, you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're a misogynist. Or whatever word they decide to make up and give false meaning to today. Yeah. You know, you got to have a 
if you want to go hunt deer, you got to have a deer tag oh, plus yeah. a hunting license. Oh yeah, you got to have all these things that a hundred years ago you didn't have. No, you know it actually you can go back, and it is wood with the start of Woodrow Wilson that communism started taking its hold here. Yes, that's when they started taxing everything, started coming up with all this stuff. United Nations out of money. I, isn't that glorious? And they come to Trump. Well, we need so many million or whatever to say. And Trump said, I paid my, we've paid our part. Go find it elsewhere. Not our problem. Yeah. Be great to see them defunded. They I, don't rule in our favor anyhow. No, they don't. So why, why have them? You know, the GA can do everything the United Nations does. Exactly. If you'll bring the Soviet Union back in. Right now it's the G7. Make it the G8. We can eliminate the United Nations. Yes. And they can meet every six months in a different country yep and resolve the problems and oh we're having mass violence over here. we need to send in some forces right well the g8 makes up 90 percent <laughs> of the united nations right. forces we make up over 50 percent of it russia makes up roughly 40 percent of it and then the others make up right so realistically if you wanted to you could just call it the g2 I mean, Gatorade would probably want to cut, but yeah. you could call it the G2 and just let Russia and the yeah, United let, States We'd have to keep want. Britain and call it the G3. And that's fine. Yeah. All right, let Britain stay. Yeah. And everybody else is gone. Yeah. And that's it. That's whatever you need to do. Because realistically, nowhere you could have major uprising that the U.S. and Russia together could not handle. Right. That's the truth of it. You know, they've played out. The U.S. and Russia have determined long ago that they can never fight each other because the two would destroy the economies of the other. It doesn't matter who starts it, both countries lose. But the U.S. and Russia can pretty much fight any other country in the world or countries in the world that they want and have little to no effect on their country as a whole. U.S. and Russia both need oil. Cool, pick which country you want to take. Take it and divide the oil. What's the problem? I see nothing here. I say go for it. Yeah. I say do it. Lee, we have about 40 seconds left of the uh, of this section before we go to the off-air section. Wow. Yeah, I know. You know, having Mike in here really did make it fly. Yeah, it really did. It it made it super fly. Uh, uh, I know. Uh, that was dumb. That was bad. It was. Anyway, find us on Not Politically Correct Radio on Facebook. Listen to the infamous fourth hour and see what's going on. See what we are up to. Listen to us. Advertise with us. Have a good time. We thank each of you for tuning in and listening to us every Saturday morning. Yeah, we really do appreciate it. Big time. This has been Not Politically Correct on 1280 AM KYRO, 105.3 FM, new station, rocking it out in the Troy area. Tune in. Big changes are coming on Monday. Don't know what they are, but you'll find out soon. Bye.